0: Oh, you know, I just realized we talked about the first one of the year. That one won't be. That'll be the second one of the year. This yeah. is the first one. He can edit that out, maybe. Yeah, whatever. Okay. I feel like we're a movie. You know how sometimes <laughs> they record some scenes that are chronologically out of order? Yes. I would it's have a hard time. It's very common doing. practice.
1: Yeah. It's like we're
0: making a movie. Right. I wish we
1: had the movie maker salaries <laughs> to go with it. So much in life is scripted, but this is Unedited. Listen in as we have casual conversations about art and faith. Welcome to Unedited. I'm Farley Sanderford. And I'm Jennifer Chetlett. And so this is our first episode of the new year. Yes. I think we're
0: releasing it that way.
1: Yes. We have confirmed. That's awesome. So we're excited to be back. Uh, I'm excited to be back. I won't speak for you. No, I am. I am
0: too. No, I'm excited. It's been it's been
1: a little hard to get back into the groove. I right. had a really long <laughs> break, which I'm I guess I'm not on it anymore. I can say that I'm back officially. Yeah. From all the things. So, um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about
0: dreams. Dreams. Yeah, I saw this article about um, dreams and and. Um, how it can help your artistic practice, and mm-hmm. so I shared it with you, and yeah. um, dreams are all over the Bible, and um, I don't know, it just seemed like mm-hmm. a, it seemed like an interesting thing to talk about. Um, yeah. There are two, defi- well, there's, there's two definitions for the noun, um, the dream is a noun, and the first one is a series of thoughts, images, and sensations occurring in a person's mind during sleep. Okay. Um, and then the second one is a cherished aspiration, mm-hmm. ambition, or ideal. We're talking about the first one. Yes, we're talking about like unconscious, right? What happens dreams? Right, what happens when you sleep? Yes. Um, so yeah, um, gosh, there's so much here. There
1: you is and a I lot. are admittedly <laughs> not
0: psychologists. So nope, I took one psych class yeah, in psych college. Psych 101.
1: That's it, and that I, was eons ago.
0: I took Psych 101. And it was the um, semester, like, I was planning my wedding. And oh, my. And I was convinced that, like, everything I read about, I had.
1: And I remember going to my <laughs> I, professor. I had that same
0: experience. <laughs> like, I think I have an anxiety disorder. I think I'm depressed. Yes. I think... I have dissociative personality disorder. Right. <laughs> I had all of those things. And so yes. I, I remember going... I literally went to my professor and, and was like, oh, I'm okay. really concerned about, you know, and, and talked to her. And I said... I'm also getting married in May. And she just shook her head and she said, You're fine. But I remember, like, yeah. Yeah. So Even yeah.
1: like I was probably 18, 19 years old, not engaged to be married. Uh-huh. But I still found myself like trying to self diagnose right. a lot of the things. Yeah. And some of them might be true, but 90% of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway, um, so we're going to take a look at this. So um, we're novices. We're to say we're yeah. novices. I mean, we both have dreams, have had dreams. Yes. Um, but we we do not, we cannot speak with a lot of authority about nope. the psychology of nope. all of it. So do you do you
1: dream a lot? I go through kind of phases where I dream uh-huh. a lot. I think part of it is, like you're talking about, like un, undisturbed sleep. Right, right. Uh, part of it is stress. Uh, sure. Sometimes I dream more when I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe there's extra like all this pent up like energy and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of like, my brain's trying to like wrestle around mm-hmm. with it. Even when I'm sleeping, I can't relax. Can't turn it off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I pretty, I dream. I don't always remember them, but I I dream pretty. I feel like pretty regularly okay. in, in sort of phases. Do you remember them? Um. Sometimes, I. the only times I remember my dreams is if it's the one I have just before I wake up. Mm. Like, if I am dreaming earlier in my sleep cycles, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember those. I only always remember the one if I am sort of woken up either in the midst of the dream or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And recurring dreams. I've had several different recurring yeah. dreams throughout my yeah, life. Yeah, a couple of really, a
1: couple of usually bad yeah. recurring dreams. Yeah.
0: Like anxious type. Yeah. yeah. Scary yeah, yeah. stuff.
1: I was prone to nightmares as really. a kid and even a grown person. Hmm. So I can't I can't do like scary movies or any of that stuff.
0: Me neither. I can't even watch the commercials for scary movies. No, I have to
1: completely I'm covering my eyes if you can't see me. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, do you remember um was it like two years ago they did a remake of Stephen King's It? Yes. That terrible clown movie. Yes. So when that came out, I was when still- it's scary too, it's clowns. Right, right, right. But it's a right, double threat. That came out, I was still coaching gymnastics mm-hmm. and the girls I had at that time were like between 10 and like 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that came out, I had to, one of them started talking and I said, ah, yep. there, there will be zero conversation, but I'm just talking about the commercial. I said, mm-hmm. I don't care. Nope. You will not discuss that in my presence you will not utter the words, and I better not – you will not talk about it in code either. Right. Or you will be climbing that rope yep. because you will not make me have nightmares from that dumb movie. Yep. That's how – like I'm so sensitive to yeah. scary things. Yeah. So yeah. I'm the same Only
1: one. certain – like certain kinds of scary. Like I read like murder mystery books all the time, and those don't so, impact me. Okay, same. Like I read like, a lot – I've been reading a lot crime. of Agatha Christie.
0: Okay. Well, I listened to a lot of true – I was listening to a lot of true crime podcasts. Right. You – I really told you about some of them, and I was some of it. them. I can't listen to, yeah, if they're too if they're too graphic or gory. But I like the mystery part mm-hmm. of it. But there's something about that um, supernatural, scary, maybe because the, the like the yeah the evil yeah like
1: connected know. to like the spirit realm. In maybe some way.
0: maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but anyway we're we're going down. A, Sorry. A rabbit, rabbit hole. Holes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll pull it we'll back, it back, in back in in. a little bit. Yeah. Back to this article and dreams and artists. Let's um do you want to look at dreams in the art world or dreams in the Bible first because they're prevalent in both? Yeah. Um let's do let's do the art world. First. Okay. That's what I have. Yeah, yeah, first no, in my little That's great. Ga- that's, that's that's, that's okay. great. Yeah. Um,
1: so Dreams are in the art world in a lot of different places, mm-hmm. right? So we have whole styles that are sort of connected to dreams and. The unconscious, subconscious mind, which also sort of came around the time of like Freud and right. whatever that was all like earlier uh,
0: in the 1900s. Yeah, like so like surrealism. Yeah, Dali. yeah. Sa-
1: Salvador Dali was like early early 20th century. Okay, so so weird. All this That's stuff is like guy. happening. It's like this like perfect storm. So yeah. like psychology and Freud is happening. So he's talking about the unconscious mind, right? Subconscious mind, the ego, blah blah blah, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then you have these artists who are emerging to in mm-hmm. this new style called surrealism where they're sort of tapping into a lot of right. those same kinds of ideas in a visual form So for
0: the general public mm-hmm. the non non art people the the most um, well-known uh, surrealist is, is Salvador Dali and yes. it's the dripping clocks right that's like the one everybody knows is yeah. the dripping clocks right. Right. I never really liked surrealism. Oh,
1: I think it's. You so, like it? I like it a yeah. lot. Yeah. I think it's really cool. It's not my favorite, but I think it's really neat. It's really interesting. So that's sort of one column. Mm-hmm. And then the other way that I think is really interesting, and in this article you mentioned talks about, is the way dreams are connected to the actual creative process. Mm-hmm. So it's not just I'm representing these images in a kind of like, almost like, trippy, right. sort of subconscious, dreamy way, but I'm also using my own dreams to inform not only what I'm painting, but how I'm painting it. Yeah. So like again, the article talks about mentions three people. Of course, again Dolly. Mm-hmm. Of course he's of course he's dreaming and writing his dreams and painting his dreams. Right. But also artists like uh, Vincent Van Gogh and Francis Bacon.
0: Okay. Also
1: um, we know that they were pretty diligent about day daydream-
0: daydreaming, like forcing themselves into a dream state. Yeah, like.
1: yeah, letting well, sort of letting their mind wander um, and trying to sort of capture those images mm-hmm. into their into their work.
0: That's like overwhelming to me the thought of sitting and letting my mind wander like that. Yeah. I was, I was surprised, I mean, I was surprised that, that Van Gogh was part of that conversation, that article. Oh, um, this article is on artsy.net. I'll put a link to it in our show notes in case you want to read it. Yes, good idea. Um, one of the things that struck me as interesting about this and perhaps why artists do this as a practice is there's something about when you dream that feels, you know, we talk a lot about artist communication, that mm-hmm. art, you know, that it is a form of communication. Mm-hmm. And there's something about dreaming where, like, you... I don't want to say it's the most pure communication, but, like, you've dropped all of your pretenses. You've dropped um, a lot of the the things that shape how we interact
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you're asleep, you know, so you can't, like, think about uh, others, the expectations people have on you or, or um, maybe the filters you use mm-hmm. or all of that. So when you sleep, all of those things are gone, so perhaps... For some, it's a more pure form of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe but, less inhibited. Yeah, that's that's the word. That's the word. The hard thing is you're asleep, so right. How are you how are you going to remember? You know, let it inform you. I don't know. Yeah. I Do you
1: like? I know, or more. I guess in clay it would probably be different. But like, is that ever something you've did I dream- done? Like, um, d- used your. Or dreams or visions to yeah. sort of inform what you...
0: It Maybe my writing, probably. Yeah. Things will show up in my writing more. Mm-hmm. Um, no, sometimes it's that... I've, I've heard several times recently they talk about the thin space, and they use it to talk about between um, life and death, but that thin... Like when Eugene Peterson died, mm-hmm. his son talked about his last couple of days he was in that thin space between two worlds. Right. Oh. It was, you have to go back. It, that's a great... It was like this Facebook post updating people about his dad's condition. and But I loved that saying about mm. the thin space because I feel like that place between um, awake and asleep... Maybe similar is similar to me. It's that thin space. It's a lot of times I find I have a lot of ideas there, and I'm Mm -hmm. kind of awake, but not totally awake. But Mm -hmm. my mind is not burdened yet by all the things of the day, yeah. So to me, it's that thin space. Um, so I'm not great at remembering dreams. I've had a few that have been really clear. Um, some of them. Have felt like they were from God, and I and should be acted on. Right. Um. Some of them are just weird. Yeah. And perhaps something I ate before I went <laughs> yes. to bed. Um, so I don't. I don't pretend to always know the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as creativity, I find it more in that thin space. I don't know how else to describe it. No, it's that. a beautiful way to say it. So, I like that. Yeah. Turn a phrase. Yeah. It's that's not my really phrase, cool. but I'm using it. So I don't know, and I don't know if that was their practice or not, um, for for the ones we've mentioned. The one we haven't mentioned is um, Bosch, Hieronymus mm. Bosch. How do you feel about what is it? What is the title of Garden
1: of Earthly Delights? Yes, yeah, the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's like with all the layers of hell, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Okay, it's really yeah. so, scary and weird.
1: Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's isn't it? I think I believe it's a triptych. Okay. Um, so it's which usually. Those traditionally will often either display just Virgin Mary and Jesus Mm -hmm. or the kind of like the last judgment. So like Jesus on the throne sort of separating the Mm -hmm. goods and the evils. Um, So that's why you get a lot of that crazy sort of hell torture, horrible stuff. Yeah, But yeah, he took it to like a new... A new level yeah. that even like to modern viewers is really disturbing. Some yeah. of the older representations of of hell and demons and all these kinds of kinds of things in visual art are kind of comical to us at, right. in modern eyes. At the time, it would have been really scary, but I think his sort of holds holds up
0: to. Time. I mean, that would have, I mean, obviously, all from imagination. I I'm any guessing, any hellscape yeah. world well, would have to be. Yeah. unless he died and came back to life. Right. It would have to be. But um yeah, that is that's um I,
1: like is it and the, and then that again, I have a lot of questions, more than, more questions than answers no. about this topic, but it's like I'm wondering like where is the line between imagination and vision and dreams? Like where mm. Like, where is it all just our, our own sort of mind, our yeah. own creativity? Where yeah. is it, and when is it a dream? I guess maybe a dream is when you're asleep. Right. And then a vision would be when you're awake.
0: Or partially awake. Or partially awake. I, yeah, I don't know.
1: And that's then a great, that's a great. imagination is of your own mind, but sometimes how do you tell the difference?
0: So I think we as believers, you know, we have the Bible, we right. have the Word of God, yeah. <laughs> to help, I think to help us sort yeah. through some of that, right? Um,
1: sort of hold it up to that and test it and see, yeah, you know, if it aligns with what yeah. we know to be
0: true, right? I don't know. Is it a good way? It's a good time to segue into yes, perfect. the Bible, yeah. okay? Um, perfect. Because they certainly God used them. A lot. God used uh, dreams yes. and visions. Especially,
1: in, well, I guess more in the Old Testament, I think, we, possibly, see it. Yeah, I think we see it more in the Old Testament. The whole book of Revelation right. is a vision.
0: Right. And and um, part of the reason we're talking about this, because in our next episode, we're going to talk about a show that we did, um, that, that we sent a team out to do a show, and the theme of all the artwork was dreams. So right. we kind of wanted to dig into this a little bit before we, we talk about that show. Um, but yeah, God... Um, God used dreams and visions to talk to um, all kinds of people in the Bible. Yes. like that. Was, not
1: always like people who followed him. Right, right. Like, yeah. Uh, non-believers are right. people not of not he, the non-Hebrews or the Gentiles, I guess. So yes.
0: I think part of that was his practice because they didn't have the written word yet. Right. Which is, you know, also part of why we did, like, so we the the theme dreams was chosen for the show that went to the Middle East because um, God seems to appear in countries where there's not um, a big presence of Christianity. He often appears to people in their dreams. Yes. Which I think is just, like, really cool. Yeah. It's um, fascinating. Yeah. But in the Bible, we see, you see dreams, um a lot of prophets God talks to a lot of prophets through dreams Isaiah yes. Jeremiah yes um Daniel mm-hmm. um Joseph Joseph well yeah. he wasn't like I well I don't no know. Joseph had the dreams that he that's how he ended up in the King's court right I don't know if he was prophet but he had he dreams. he interpreted dreams right he was right Dan did I say Daniel-hmm okay um who else am I missing Abraham John in the book of Revelation. yeah then in the New Testament no I'm looking um yeah, there are so many. Jacob, I think, had dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, so many. That's like was God's. Is that Jacob's ladder? Is that what I'm thinking of? Jacob um, and his sort of was ladder
1: his... to heaven or something?
0: Yes. Uh, Jacob and Esau. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then in the New Testament, um, you mentioned John. The whole book of Revelation was revealed in a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like God's primary way it seems like in the bible of communicating and then all all around um jesus's birth yeah he came to all of those people too yeah in dreams so yeah. i don't know i i think i might like that i think i might like for god just to show up in my dreams and tell me
1: and tell me something what's what
0: yeah yeah
1: that'd be really
0: cool um, might also
1: be really scary oh not what? like scary scary but like like the fear of god like <sighs> Yeah, do you think they knew that actually happened?
0: Like do you think they knew for sure this was God? I'm, I I
1: I mean, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I would, if it were me, I'd be like, yeah.
0: So you think so you think like some the Holy Spirit yes. let them know this is de- this is definitely from God and not the nachos you ate before you went to today. <laughs> There's more gravy. than <laughs> gravy. Um and you talked um you wrote a piece last year about prophets. I did. And so draw me the parallel between prophets and artists. Um, So, and these are not all my original ideas, just blanket
1: statement. Um, But artists, somebody explained or somebody was giving a talk and these ideas kind of really resonated with me. So I feel like, and I think it's a view that's held by a lot of other people, is that there's there's a connection between old the prophets in the Old Testament. Um, not only that they were um, having these dreams and visions and sort of these sort of ethereal encounters mm-hmm. with God um, in in those in those channels, but also the fact of Sort of the role that the the prophet plays, mm-hmm. and they are, like you say, the canary in the coal mine. Mm-hmm. They are the ones who, sort of, th- with through the Holy Spirit and through God speaking to them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: see are able to see things that the general public, right. for the most part, aren't able to see, um, and that connection that they have to. Um, what they're seeing and this sort of reception Mm -hmm. to the Holy Spirit Um, and then the words that they would then speak outward I guess whether that's they were writing these Mm -hmm. things down or speaking to groups of people that that is sort of the first example of performance art Mm -hmm. so not only they're they're sort of they're having almost like two different kinds of experiences like Mm -hmm. they're having that that revelation from God, in whatever form He mm-hmm. is doing, but then they're also having this sort of separate interaction with the people in their mm. um, in their community, conveying that message in sort of through their through the lens of their humanity, mm-hmm. sort of projecting that to. Okay, those so
0: I love that because I've heard a lot of artists. Um, in all different types of, um, you know, mu- musicians, all, all of the, the things say that they feel like art is not complete until someone sees it or hears it. Like it's not, yeah, it's not. Just, if you're not sharing it, right? If you just make it, like it's not done yet. It has yeah. to. Someone has to receive it. So that definitely backs up that idea of their um, there. What they've received from God isn't complete until they have put it out there. Mm-hmm. So that, I like mm-hmm.
1: that. Yeah, I like that too. But but caveat that not everything – there. there's an audience. Sometimes there's like a specific audience right. for depending on the work or the subject matter or what you're saying. Like Right, right. But right, there right. is usually some kind of audience, even if that audience is just one – like a close friend that you right. – you know, maybe that'll speak right. to them. So so or going, if it's like for this big, grand
0: – You're going back to like journaling and painting just for the fun of painting. Right. Yeah. No, I get that. I think – Maybe these are two different things you're talking about. I think. Maybe. I don't know. Um, And there's always exceptions to almost every rule. Yes. That's very true. So. Oh, there's a whole interpreting dreams. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah.
1: Again, that's another space where I am left with more questions than answers. Like, Uh I wonder, like, again, like, what's the difference between imagination, vision, and dreams? How do we distinguish those things from one another? And also... Other, other than going to scripture, like how, mm. what other tools do we have to interpret our dreams? Like how do we know whether it's I should have had more bland food before I went to bed or right. this is like something that I need. To think about a little bit more and be significant or
0: is is it just my
1: synapses firing and trying to put together information? Or
0: anxiety in your sleep. Right. Um, So this is, my answer to that is probably a controversial one, but I wonder if it's the same thing, regardless of where you fall on speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. So some people, like we're looking at it biblically, some people have the gift of interpreting dreams. Mm -hmm. Not everyone does. Right. Um, so I, you know, perhaps, perhaps that's like a God-given gift to be able to interpret a dream, mm-hmm. um, as many people believe. You know, from what the Bible says about tongues, that right. some people have that gift of not interpreting. only speaking
1: and also interpreting. Them. Right. Right.
0: So yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know.
1: I don't know either. I've never met anyone who is really good at
0: interpreting. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I think you know modern psychology. I guess there's some type of framework or I don't know. I mean, maybe you can look at a person's dream and look at their life and right. sort of piece it together. Right. Um, I can do that with some of my dreams. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yeah. With some of my own, I can sort of wrestle and mm-hmm. – Yeah. If I'm fairly certain that they're not just indigestion or anxiety.
0: Right. Right. If, or if, hormonal, honestly, for women. Oh, yeah. I mean, that your your hormones affect that too, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it affect everything else. Well, it might as well sure. your dreams, right? right. Yep. <laughs> for sure. So I don't know. I, I do feel like we may walk away from this episode with more questions than answers, but um I don't these are good things to talk about because yeah. I think um they are part they can be part of our creative practice. They certainly can be part of our spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. Um that I keep it's just that quiet place that I think God the thin space. The thin space. I think yeah. God God calls us there. I know He calls me there, and I'm often too busy and too loud. Yeah, to get quiet enough mm, to to go. Yeah. Um, but I I feel like maybe that's what these artists, some of these artists we're talking about, were seeking after. Mm. Um, and that's I think where um, the prophets in the Bible heard God was in that thin space. Mm. So I don't know. I feel like that might be a good place to. But I think it's beautiful place to and wrap it up so yeah. Um, yeah this was um we're excited to be back this was our first episode i think in our next episode we'll probably also call it our first episode but you'll know that that's our second because we're telling <laughs> you now that this is our first we're getting there we're getting back in the swing of things um but we're really glad to be back and um excited uh to talk about art and faith with you this year Um, If you would like to reach out to us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at worldhorizonsusa.org, and we'll respond. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Um, If if you like our podcast, please uh, leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That will help other people find us. Another way to help people find us is tell a friend. Um, We're really trying to uh, talk to as many of you as possible about podcasts. about all of this because we think it's important and maybe fun sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway thanks for listening and we will see you next time thanks for listening to unedited this podcast is produced in
1: cooperation with gallery edit in richmond virginia you can reach us at podcast at org.